That was a lot of damn talking. Man. <laughs> you did. You went in depth on that, bro. That was good, though, man. Yay! Welcome to After Listen, the music discovery and discussion podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Terry O. And I'm with you today, Brandon Lee. And today's topic, we're going to take a deep dive into the UK band Hybrid. But first, do you have any off-topic recommendations or songs to recommend before we go super deep into the land of Hybrid? Yes, I do. So I stumbled across this guy. He's a... I guess up and coming rapper. Um, it's a white guy. I'm trying to. Connor Price is his name. Just a nice little, just random like uh, it's a bop and a half. I feel like had me just like, randomly came up in my while I was driving to work one day and I was just like, okay, I like the energy to it. And then um, the reason he's my recommendation is just I haven't listened to all of it yet, but he just came out with like an EP earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I had that song on a couple other songs. I've listened to a few of his other songs, just like literally like three or four, and they've all seemed to be pretty good. He's got some good bars, some good uh, good flow. So, okay, yeah, not bad. Um, yeah, he kind of reminds me like a well, okay, recency bias. Um, he reminds me like a cross between Jaden Smith and Jack Harlow. Yeah, a little bit. I could see that. Yeah, I will say that wasn't like the best song of his that I've heard. Mm-hmm. There's, there's one in particular that is probably my favorite over that one, but it's just not quite as much of a, of a bop. Like I said, like that one was, so that was a little bit more fun sounding. Yeah. I was definitely feeling the production. The production was fun. I like to switch it up and all of that stuff. So, mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool. I don't have one this week. Uh, Cause I've been really deep into the land of hybrid. Um, so if I had one, I forgot it cause I've been researching all of this stuff. So, I'll come with the heat next week for sure. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, well, here at After Listen, we love music and in general, just love talking about music. But of course, we do have some obligatory disclaimers. So we have to say at the top of every of every episode. First of all, we respect everyone's opinion, regardless of how wrong or terrible it may be. Second, we're just talking about the music here. If an artist gets canceled before after or during a discussion doesn't mean we're advocating for whatever they got canceled for and number three when googling a band called hybrid search carefully because hybrid theory electric vehicles and hybrid are not the same good to know (laughs) was that a generic name you have to be careful it is kind of generic yeah that's a good point (laughs) Uh, lastly, you can check the show notes for song links and ways that you can support the artists featured in today's episode. And after that, let's get into the show. Take it away, Terry. All right, all right, all right. So let's get into it. First things first, have you even heard of Hybrid prior to this uh, episode? Have I heard of them? No, I had not prior to this. Okay. Awesome. Good. So this is going to be fun. So this is a... uh, Wonderful journey. I am so, a, yeah, completely new to this, 100%. Okay. Well, I will tell you how I discovered them. Um, so back in like 2008, 2008, um, back when Music Choice and cable TV was a thing, um, I would get bored and end up going down through like all the different genres of music. And I end up listening to the electronic 
the Electronica station. Um, listened to a couple of those songs. I was like, okay, I like this genre. I never heard of Electronica before. Um, it was one of those things where I was like, I like electronics. I like tech stuff. So I figured I may like it. And it turned out that was kind of like my awakening to EDM music. Um, and I pretty much fell in love with the genre ever since. So after that, I ventured down to another channel called Soundscapes. And that's where they pretty much just played scores and just minimal vocals. And it kind of was like the precursor to lo-fi, I assume. Um, so, and that's where I found Hybrid. Um, I think around that time they played uh, Finnish Symphony, which was off their first album. And I was just blown away by the orchestra stuff that also has some of the electronical stuff that I recently discovered. And my mind was like kind of melding and like merging together. And I was just like, okay, I got to figure out who these people are and that sound or whatever. And like any other good kid, I uh, went online and acquired their back catalog and uh, listened to it, everything. And they've been in my regular rotation ever since. Did you acquire it legally? I acquired it. (laughs) (laughs) I can either confirm or deny those allegations. (laughs) But, you know, I've since then corrected, you know, my, you know, my past. I was a young kid. Um, So, Let's get into the band Hybrid and who they are and just a general overview of who they, uh, like how they came to be. So they've been active since 1995 um, in the dance club electronica scene in Wales and in England. Um, so they're pretty much a UK, um, you know, band or whatever. Um, the founding members include Mike Truman, who is a producer and composer, uh, Chris Healings, DJ and uh, producer, and Lee Mullen, a DJ and producer. Um, and they were pretty much known as a breakbeat collective. Back then, they kind of alternated between the name Hybrid and Hybrid Sound System. Um, they pretty much shortened it up to Hybrid, but they also get referenced as Hybrid Sound System as a whole name or whatever. Okay, real quick. What is breakbeat? Glad you asked. Breakbeats. <laughs> I'm about to get right into it. Um, Break Beats is basically like um, it's a blend of jazz, funk, and R&B drum samples, and mm. and they basically like take those samples and then like chop it up so much to where it's pretty much like a little um, uh, a drum and bass kind of style. But those are where the samples come from, so that they'll take elements from that and kind of merge that together and just use that as aggressive uh, drum patterns in the background of, of tracks. So hybrid, what they would do, they would take those break beats and then add a layer of orchestral um, recordings, progressive house, trance, and just general good dance vibes on like on a, on a a uh, lovely like soundscape. Like you got stuff coming from every direction, and it's like super immersive when you're listening to it, especially with headphones on. You get to hear everything from everywhere. While uh, while hybrid, um, they're pretty much like I said, they're DJs and composers, so that's the main group. Uh, Mike, Chris, and Lee. Um, they pretty much don't do the vocals themselves. They pretty much just handle the uh, production work. So they will have frequent frequent collaborators. Uh, let's, see, let's rewind that back. They will have frequent <laughs> collaborators. Uh, I cannot speak today. Anyway, that's going to stay in there. I'm not editing that out. I can't speak. Uh, <laughs> all right. So they're like the people that, that they would collaborate with is... Um, the late Julie Cruz, who was famous for um, the Twin Peaks theme song, they mm. actually used her song as the theme song for the show, and then she would actually be like uh, featured as like a um, 
a lounge singer or a bar person or whatever, like throughout the series. But ultimately, they just pretty much use her own her music in the show as their theme song, which is pretty cool. Um, they also collaborated with a guy named Peter Hook um, from the band New Order, Christy Hawkshaw from the dance group Opus Three, Judy Zook, um, who was actually signed to uh, Elton John's record label, and um, a guitarist. Uh, not guitars, a uh, vocalist and producer, John Graham, um, who went by multiple different aliases, but he also went by Quiver and Space Maneuvers. <laughs> that was his different Quiver aliases. Quiver and Space Maneuvers? Yeah, that's just like a small <laughs> little <laughs> tidbit. Yeah, but his real name is John Graham, but he has released music as Quiver as well as Space Maneuvers. So a few interesting names in there. What was it? Judy Zook? Yeah, Zook. Judy Zook. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll get to her in a minute because like her, her the song that that she did with them is like my favorite song that they ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it it oscillates, but it's pretty much like one of my top my top favorite songs. And then lastly, um, they collaborated with a uh, vocalist and producer, uh, Charlotte James, um, and she toured with with the band as a semi permanent vocalist along with John Graham. More on that later. So, in addition to uh, to vocalists, they they collaborate collaborated with um, various live orchestras as well. So, while doing the techno and the electronic stuff, they would have a full ensemble orchestra to like record their music with. Um, they did did something with the uh, the Russian Federation, I think, and then like the London Orchestra. They did some stuff with some orchestras in the United States. So, they really embrace like that full authentic sound and like when listening to the music you kind of can hear the sweepiness and all of that stuff in there and uh, along with their uh, along with producing their own albums they actually have done film scores for like major projects i uh, they have such a like obviously not all their songs but several of their songs i, I could as, as i was listening through them in the last couple weeks i definitely had the thought like this could be in a movie like mm-hmm. To the point where, like, uh, they're they're bringing out the emotions that, like, I could imagine, like, you know, this is going to be like in a thriller. This is like in a more low key chill scene. Like, I was literally like picturing like the type of scenes that they would go with as I was listening to it, mm-hmm. which is kind of wild because I've not really had that experience. I don't think with with yeah, other groups. Absolutely. So they've actually produced music, original music, as well as like remixes and stuff. But like, they produced like original film scores and video game soundtracks, actually. So they've um, like some of the stuff that they've done include the Chron- the Chronicles of Narnia, um, X Men Origins Wolverine. Um, they did um, two. Um, they collaborated with um, the Fast and the Furious. They did some music for Hobbs and Shaw, um, as well as uh, Fast Five. I believe they did the soundtrack for uh, Fast Five. But on mm-hmm. uh, but for Hobbs and Shaw, I haven't listened to the song yet because I've been kind of busy. But there's a song that they did a remix of. Whereas Idris Elba featuring Cypress Hill. What? Yeah. <laughs> you haven't listened yeah. to it yet? I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> there might be an after show exclusive, but I was just like, I was like, what? Okay. I'm going to have to get back to that. Um, they've done like a uh, total recall, the equalizer, uh, ghost recon drive club, among others. And then they've done remixes for YouTube, Moby, Radiohead, Cypress Hill, the Future Sounds of London, Atlanta's Morissette, BT, as well as work with major movie composers like Harry Gregson Williams and John Murphy. 
So that's the overview of hybrid. Like they are literally a hybrid of dance, techno, break beats, orchestra, classically trained. Like they are super, super yeah, like. Yeah, it sounds smart. like they've they've already had a prolific career. Like I'm surprised they're not. Or maybe maybe it's just my own ignorance, but like I'm surprised I've not heard of them until now. Like they're not more wide widely known. Yeah, like like they're one one of those people that like one of those groups that are like you know them, but you don't know them. They're like the like like they're like your musicians, your producers' favorite producers kind of deal, like an artist artist, mm-hmm. so to speak. So, all right. So before I get into the album breakdowns, what are your initial thoughts of the place the playlist that I sent you? Uh. I definitely liked it. Definitely enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> I will say the one thing I struggle with, again, as you know, is I'm a lyrics guy, so it's hard for me to like more so like break up the songs individually. And also, mm-hmm. there's a lot <laughs> to listen to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely, some of them definitely like, or honestly, most of them kind of run together as far as like separating them up into you know individual songs. But it was a thoroughly good experience throughout. I thought, um, like I touched on a, a few moments ago, definitely um, I, I enjoyed the fact that like several of the songs had a, a movie soundtrack quality to them to the point where I won't be surprised if you tell me that some of the songs in those playlists are from movies. Like if you're going to like surprise me with that, it's not going to be a huge surprise. I don't feel like. Um, oh, well, well darn. No, <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed I'm glad that you you started with the older stuff and you told me to not, not shuffle and just listen through how you had it arranged in a playlist because you definitely got to see the growth. Um, mm-hmm. I, I am a huge enjoyer. I know we both talked about this, but definitely the, the whole orchestra and how they've incorporated that and just that combined with how like EDM music itself has evolved over the years. Like they're still like finding new ways to mix and combine those sounds and, and bring out like just new and interesting things that just as you like oh, drawn in in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, you use what was the immersive. That was the word you used a little bit ago. Definitely immersive sounds is like the best description. Mm-hmm. I feel like for their music, at least as far as I've heard so far. Awesome. That's pretty much it. I mean, you pretty much nailed it. And, that, and that's why, I wanted you to listen to it in that particular order, um, basically for for me to explain the origin and the story, the backstory of the group, but also sonically, it everything takes uh, it's a journey because yeah. a lot of their, a lot of their songs are designed to where you just press play and you just let it go, like mm-hmm. the songs literally bleed into each other, and if you don't follow it in, in order, it can be a little jarring if you don't let it, you know kind of you know blend like how how the artist intended to be so i i I think that's pretty much important and that's why like i love albums versus you know people who release out quote unquote today's albums where it's pretty much just a collection of singles whereas a album is a whole body of work and Mm -hmm. i really like that um, because you get to actually see how this song is why this song was related yeah exactly like why this song was placed here you know, on the album, yeah. like it's placed there for a reason. No yeah, matter. everything has this very specific like purpose for for why and how it was all put together. Exactly. Yeah, it's definitely it's it brings like another avenue of like the the artistry. You know, like it's not just making music; it's also like the composition and how you're arranging the music. That that's its own like artistic thing. I feel like it's always absolutely, nice. absolutely. Okay, so let's get right into the first album. So the first album was called Wide Angle. 
Um, and there's a special edition version of the album called Wider Angle, uh, which I think is pretty funny. Um, so um, the songs from the, from the playlist I sent you, and you can find it on the show notes or on the website. The songs from the first album include If I Survive featuring Julie Cruz, I Know featuring Julie Cruz, uh, Dreaming Your Dreams featuring Julie Cruz, and Finish Symphony. And then the bonus one was High Life um, uh, on the second playlist I sent you. Mm-hmm. Um, that was also Julie Cruz. So this is like their debut album. They did some stuff prior to that, but this is their major album that uh, that came out. Um, the 99 single, the album was released in 1999. So, and the single Finish Symphony was their first charting release. And um, I forgot to write the actual chart number, but it was, pre- it was fairly successful. And this is the only album um, to feature all three of the founding members um because really? yeah lee mullen left the group after this album mm. um music from this album was featured on the video games juice lotus challenge and Connecticut. so they actually used some of the songs from this album and just put it right in the video games which is pretty cool because i could see somebody playing a video game to a lot of these songs oh yeah 100 percent. yeah so going down through the playlist as well, um, they did a compilation album called Remix and Additional Production by Hybrid in 2000. And that's where the Atlantis Morissette um, remix, BT, uh, Atlantis Morissette song was called uh, So Pure. Hybrid did a remix of that. Uh, they did a remix of uh, BT's Never Gonna Back Down, a remix of Filters' uh, Take a Picture, a remix of Andrus Johnson's Glorious and a remix of uh, Moby Body Rock. Those are the songs that are on the playlist that I sent you. And those are the ones you definitely can tell. It's like the party, DJ club, mm-hmm. rave, like going hard and you know, just wilding out. That's that era of hybrid. I like to call that the party hybrid era. <laughs> um, That's definitely fitting. Yeah, so those songs in particular, if you can remember, like those are the like the first, uh, say probably first ten songs or whatever. How did you feel about those songs when you heard those? Uh, no, those were those were definitely like like you said, those were definitely more of a, a party sound. I feel like. Uh-huh. Um, just yeah. I'm trying to think like just the, the general beginning of the playlist. Um, definitely uh-huh. more more party. Like I said, it was definitely more towards like the middle and the end. Whenever I started, like, um, or at least whenever I noticed, trying to think of like how to put it. Uh, yeah, I mean, this, there's there was definitely a moment where I remember thinking like, okay, these up to this point, it's been like, you know, like in my head for definitely for a few months, I was like, insing or whatever, and then uh-huh. it like kind of you know transferred into the the not that um, <laughs> <laughs> the scientific term the yeah, not that the not that. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there there were all it was very, it was very fun sounding. Definitely, I feel like has a lot of. Um, I, I could tell they were like late '90s, early 2000s. I didn't know exactly like where they were, but I knew it was around that time, just based mm-hmm. off the, the production, the sounds that were used. Mm-hmm. Um, and as someone who didn't really get into electronica, DM, like EDM music, really until like dubstep started like being popular, that was like my gateway into it. You know, it was mm-hmm. definitely a new a new sound, so to speak. Um, to like actually listen to it, not just hear like in the background of a movie or you know background of somewhere else. Yeah, I mean they were all good. Like I said at the beginning, my my entry into EDM, I actually hated it for the longest time because all I all I heard was oops, 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 oops. 
And but then when it came to you know hybrid and a couple other artists, I'm just like, hold up, there's an oomph, 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 but there's more too. The uh, there's no, definitely it's not, it's not just that for sure. Yeah. Exactly. But like when I first heard it, it was just all of that. It was just I just heard a whole bunch of noise. I didn't mm-hmm. actually hear the music. Um, but okay, cool. So then we transition into their uh officially their their second album called uh morning sci-fi and that was released in 2003 and the songs on that album uh that i sent you were true to form i'm still awake higher than the skyscraper out of the dark blackout and then on the secondary playlist steal you away know your enemy visible noise those were the bulk that i sent you from that album true to form um, uh, excuse me, Morning Sci-Fi. So, this is uh, when Hybrid became a duo. Um, Mike Truman and Chris Hillings, uh, pretty much, you know, they continued on Hybrid. Um, Lee Mullins left the group to pursue other things. And Adam Taylor became an honorary third member as the lead vocalist, but he wasn't like a member of Hybrid, but hmm. he was the main vocalist that they used in addition to Peter Hook. Uh, Peter Hook, who was from um, the band New Order, he's actually like, a very um, prolific guitar uh, bass guitarist, so he did a lot of the bass riffs on the album. So, uh, so the first song on the album, "True to Form," is actually both Adam Taylor and Peter Hook. Um, Peter Hook is doing the uh, doing the uh, the bass guitar, and uh, Adam Taylor is doing the vocals as well as the acoustic guitar in the song. So, this is like the era the era of hybrid where they kind of sort of became like a true rock band, sort of speak. Um, because they had the EDM sound, and they wanted to kind. Of, they're like Mike Truman is pretty much like a huge sci-fi nerd, so he like he liked that you know Blade Runner and all those kind of weird mm-hmm. you know, sci-fi movies. So he incorporated like a lot of those sounds and stuff into the movie, uh, not that movie, but into the um, into the music. But they also wanted to add live instrumentation as well, and not really depend on the electronics as much because they wanted the like you can have the instruments, you can have the electronics, but it's something different when you have like you have to trust somebody else to play that right electronic sound for you. Uh, and that's where you get those perfect imperfections or whatever. It yeah. just feels more lively. So, um, yeah, so that's where this album came in. Um, it actually peaked at number 20 on the U.S. Uh, Dance Electronic Billboard charts. And honestly, I think out of their whole collection, this is like my, my favorite album so far, I think. At this moment, it's my favorite out of their uh, discography or whatever. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, because like this, like this album is where you, like you kind of can hear that they like the the production got better, mm-hmm. and it kind of got a little bit more grungier. And I like grunge music, like when it comes to rock and all of that. Yeah. So I like that. So, and but they also kept the their uh, that breakbeat dubstep ish electronic you know sound or whatever on top of that. So I thought it was pretty dope. And then we go on to their other the following album after that um i choose noise which was released in 2006 and the songs on this album that i gave you in the playlist are dog star falling down last man standing choke and additional songs include um until tomorrow and i choose noise um can you just real quick on the album art what what is that i've been trying to figure this out the last two weeks oh, oh which one for this this one you're talking about the i choose noise uh maybe the, the, the one with the red the red yeah stuff with on like it. the red yeah 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 that one yeah i have yeah, no I idea what, yeah i had no idea what they what they what they were doing with that is it's so trippy but i love it 
it's like it's like a 3d rendering of like some weird building or something like i right like at first because it almost looks like it has an arm but then yeah. like it's like, it's like that's a weird perspective thing i don't know i mean to derail your no, talking no, 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 there no. but i just i had no, to no, get no. that out because i've been looking at this for two weeks thinking just literally <laughs> thinking like what is this supposed to be <laughs> yeah i have no clue and i haven't really dealt dove too much into that i just i just assumed it was just like some kind of weird um abstract art situation but yeah now that i actually like looking at it i can see why you would be like looking at it because it's weird like it's weird that it has a shadow but it doesn't have a shadow because like it's like something else it's like something else is also casting a shadow on it Mm -hmm. so huh that's kind of weird well if if anyone listening it wants to pull up the album art for i choose noise by hybrid and tell us what you think it's supposed to be yeah, absolutely. I would love to hear other people's feedback who are familiar with hybrids, graphic design team. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty trippy. Um, but yeah, so on this album, Falling Down by Judy Zook, remember her? Um, that's my favorite song. So I think uh, Morning Sci-Fi is my favorite album, top to bottom. But my favorite song is Falling Down by with the hybrid featuring Judy Zook. Um, okay. so it's pretty cool. Um, to me, like I think this is album. This album is where they kind of, kind of sort of found their stride a little bit. Like the tempo kind of picks back up a little bit, so they kind of return a little bit to the party vibe compared to Morning Sci-Fi. Even though Morning Sci-Fi did have some of its party elements, but it's nowhere near as party as the first album, Wider Wide Angle. Right. Um, but it kind of picked it up a little bit, and it was fairly successful. Um, this album peaked at number seven on the UK dance album charts, and this album pretty much is the end of the hybrid party era, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So they had the remix album and such, which is kind of cool, but this is definitely the end of um, part uh, the party era of hybrid. And what, what year did this album, the Dot Juice Noise, come out? 2006. 2006. Okay, so they had a good, like, solid decade of, of party sounds party yeah, era yeah. yeah absolutely yeah they had had a good decade of oops, 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 oops. <laughs> but, so um so these two albums when you learn when you listen to those what do you think of those albums like those songs um those were definitely whenever you started to notice at least whenever i started to notice um Again, I don't know the, the like exact point. Like I wasn't paying enough attention, or maybe I should have paid attention to exactly like where the the groups of songs were, were changing over. But that that was the point where you definitely you definitely could notice like a the the start of the the um, the tempo slowing down a little bit. Well, definitely the tempo slowing down, but also like kind of incorporating like you know playing around with the sound a little bit. Like like you said, you know it is still. I definitely see why you would call it like the party era. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely some sounds. It's like you see them start to not, you know, ex- they're experimenting away from that in a lot of songs. I feel like again, just hitting that that immersive sound in, in a new way. I guess. Yeah, like um, like until tomorrow, the drums don't come in until like five minutes. Yeah, you know, of the song, and it's like pretty much just you know, guys singing in a weird sci-fi environment where you kind of hear like all the reverb and all that stuff but it's all like acoustic guitar mm-hmm. and then you know i don't know where uh who's yeah yeah he just comes in and just starts belting i'm just like okay do you kind of hear the drums coming like like the drums are kind of like 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 a uh like a lion trying to pounce on a gazelle but like you you hear it coming you see it coming and then when it attacks it's like boom 
then like oh, everything yeah. just like drops at that point. Like I love that anticipation. Like like you want yeah, the beat to the, drop, the build up, for it. the build up. Absolutely, I love that uh, on a sonically sound or whatever. Like I, like on a like it's just yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, me too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't get that a lot, or at least not like done well. I guess. You don't not really. really. I mean, because yeah. like like these songs are long. So, yeah, that definitely uh, helps with the build up. For sure, you got you got some breathe in moments. I guess I don't know how how to put it, but you know this, you got like the the weight moments for that where that's building. I, I'm not sure. There's probably an actual word for that term for that. But I think the word is called anticipation. Anticipation. Yeah. There you go. Yay. Yeah. yeah. I can English a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> not today. There's a lot of talking, so my my words will be tongue tied. So, but yeah. So uh, yeah. So we're at. Their third album, I choose noise, and that's and I think this is my second favorite album from Hybrid. Um, I enjoy listening to that, especially for the like the moments of party, but also the moments of wind down and the and the chillness of it. But coming up after the break, things are going to change, for the better or for the worse. You decide. The story of Hybrid continues after this, and we are back talking about hybrid all right so we went over wide angle which was their album released in 1999 they released a uh, compilation album in 2000 then morning sci-fi in 2003 then i choose noise in 2006 right their next album won't be until eight years later really yeah and it's called Disappear Here. Disappear Here, excuse me. Um, and that album did not come out until 2010. Um, so the songs featured on Disappear Here on the playlist um, was Empire, Can You Hear Me Now, the song Disappear Here, Blindside, as well as um, the additional songs Break My Soul and Take a Fall. So this is when Hybrid became a trio again um, with Mike Truman. Chris Hillings and introducing Charlotte James as the permanent third member of Hybrid and pretty much the lead vocalist of the group. So um, Hybrid, uh, excuse me, um, Charlotte James is a producer, songwriter, vocalist, and composer, and pretty much took over all the all the uh, duties for Hybrid, with the exception of guitarist Tim Hutton, who guessed it on two tracks. Um, it's been said that the album was actually ready in two thousand and eight. But they weren't really satisfied with the results, so they pretty much redid the album essentially. And after retooling and re, you know, reconfiguring the album a little bit, some songs went other places and used in other different uh, projects. Um, score wise, um, they ended up just you know putting together this album. So not necessarily in a bad way, but you definitely can notice the the growth in the production, but the sound wasn't the same as it was prior to uh, disappear here. Um, and this is like the first album where they kind of relied heavily on the traditional, not necessarily commercial songs, but just like, this is a song. These are the lyrics. This song ends. Here's a new song. Whereas beforehand, it will just play and things kind of just blend it. And you'll have like two songs that will play together, but you would think it's essentially one song, but it's mm-hmm. actually two separate songs. But when Disappear Here was released, you definitely could tell that they kind of changed the structure to where like this is like each song was a song independent of the other song so to speak did you notice a difference when you got to disappear here around that time yes i did um 
again, I, I did a kind of bad job now that we're going through this. I realized I probably should have like at least written down like whenever I noticed the change, whenever I was really listening through. Um, but even without doing that, I did definitely have that moment where I was like, okay, this is not, not only do you get, um, you know, all those points you were talking about. I also feel like it was like darker almost mm-hmm. in tone. If that Absolutely. I'm, like it definitely like uh, maybe darker is not quite the word, but they're definitely more like there's slower, t- slower uh, tempo, uh, a lot more like it's like downbeats. I feel like mm-hmm. um, they definitely have a lot, a lot of like where the you know I think there's a couple songs that like they come in heavy with the drums and then like in the middle of the song it's like more like quiet soundscapey drawn out sounds. Um, and again, mm-hmm. like you said, it definitely is like. They don't really bleed into each other. If they do, at least not. It was enough for me to like notice it as I was listening. Like, oh, these these aren't quite. Like, I was able to actually notice. Like, okay, this is the next song, you know. Versus before, I had I was like constantly just going, is this another song? Or is this still? Oh no, this time it's an eight minute song. And then the next song would be like, is this another song? Oh yeah, this one is it just started. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit more demarcated. Definitely <laughs> listening to these. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you, you definitely could tell that they were basically trying to. Not necessarily like like th- they were definitely trying to make Charlotte's vocals fit like their sound, mm-hmm. so it was kind of almost like they were fighting, you know, at each other because like they'll have like a traditional uh, hybrid sound and then it will drop, have her do her thing and then kind of pick back up where they left off, whereas it wasn't really like a right, harmonious thing. It was kind of just like you know, kind of like a lava lamp situation where it's like yeah. okay, it's not really together, but it still looked pretty. That's a good metaphor, yeah. It really is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this one is definitely my least favorite album. Not to say that there aren't some bad, aren't some good songs on it, but um, you, you definitely can tell they were trying to figure out how to work Charlotte into the band sound or whatever, and try to make this new trio work. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I noticed. So, um, moving on to the fo- the next album after that. Um, another. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? I did some math. I did some bad math on that. Actually, so disappear here came out in two thousand ten. Um, I choose noise came in two thousand six. That was the four year hiatus. The eight year hiatus was after disappear here. So I stand corrected. So disappear here was in two thousand ten. Um, light of the fearless, which is the next album after disappear here. That's the one that took eight years. Man, they take so, their time in the studio. Yes, yes and no. So there's, you know, some things happen uh, between that time. So between Disappear Here, um, they uh, hybrid became a trio of of Mike, Chris, and Charlotte. By the time Light of Fearless happened, they became a duo again. Yeah. So Chris left the group, and oh. now it's just Mike and Charlotte. And uh, Charlotte James is no longer Charlotte James. She's Charlotte Truman, a.k.a. Mike Truman's wife. Oh. So now Hybrid is a married couple. Do you think, or do you know maybe, if that relationship was the reason for the the dropping of the trio to a duo? They don't really say. They're kind of some legal ease. Was uh, mentioned on Facebook at one point or another. But it just said that Chris left the band to pursue other things. And then um, and Charlotte, in an interview herself, because she's quite hilarious, she said uh, Mike was looking for a vocalist, and she joined a group, and uh, one thing led to another, and uh, yeah, <laughs> here we are. 
So uh, yeah, now <laughs> you yada yada a lot of uh, a lot of the story there, Charlotte. Yeah, like, but yeah, now we're here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you know now now is uh, Mike and Charlotte Truman is hybrid. Okay, well, no. I guess congratulations to them. I suppose that's yeah. I mean that's that's kind of nice in a way. Like as long as you know, I hope that what I was insinuating a minute ago isn't the case, and that everyone is still on good terms or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, not a lot of people can say that they get to work with their their spouse exactly like exactly you know hashtag goals right so, exactly yeah yeah so so now uh uh charlotte james aka well excuse me formerly known as charlotte james now charlotte truman is the lead vocalist of hybrid and essentially is the face of hybrid from this point forward um so light of the fearless um this album succeeds where disappeared here failed in my opinion Light of the Fearless is a is a better marriage of Charlotte's vocals along with uh, Mike's classic hybrid sound. Um, the songs that were featured on the playlist that I gave you, there's a lot of songs from this album that I like. So We Are Fearless, Hold Your Breath, Down to the Wire, Usual Rules, Light Up, Shaking, Long Time Coming, and uh, I Won't Back Down were uh, from this album. So also uh, this album... It's you know it's dark, but there's like things of hopefulness, you know, with this album. So it's definitely like okay, you're in a dark tunnel, but you're gonna find a way out of it. You know, I won't back down. I'm not giving up. You know, it's down to the wire, but you know we're gonna keep on pushing it. So there's a lot, a lot of positivity um, through this album throughout the darkness. Um, this album was also recorded while they were working on various movie film scores, um, including the British thriller. Uh, Billionaire Ransom and the sci-fi movie Vice, which they say is uh, Bruce Willis's worst film to date, but at least the movie sounded good, thanks to Hybrid. <laughs> so, <laughs> I haven't seen Vice, but uh, I kind of want to see it now, just to listen to Hybrid and look how bad uh, Bruce Willis shit the bit. We should do that sometime, for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, the standout songs uh, from this album um, is Hold Your Breath, which they wrote shot and edited a short music video featuring the actor James Purifoy, which they actually uh, worked on a movie of his back in 2017 called Interlude in Prague. And they did the score from the movie and then just happened to be like, hey, we're about to shoot this you know, music video. You want to be in it? And he was like, sure, why not? So they got the actor from the movie that they were scoring to be in their music video. And um, I thought that was pretty dope. So you got a chance to watch the music video. What did you think? Um, well, okay, before I get into the music video, I do want to say I totally agree with what you said about this album. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do think, okay, this is probably the one section of the playlist I was paying attention to just because I was, I knew roughly where the music video was and you had put just the song before. So I plan to listen to the song and then watch the music video. So I was like, mm-hmm. trying to the, keep an eye on like how close to that I was. So I did notice once I got to this section, it definitely was, it, it almost is like they, at least got pretty close to like perfecting that dark sound from the previous album um, Mm -hmm. without it being like, kind of like down and like, like, man, what do I listen to? Like you said, I have that, like that string or that that thread, I guess, of hopefulness throughout. Um, And I definitely didn't, it didn't feel as combative with the sounds. Like they, they definitely, I feel like a lot better, did a lot better job of like mixing, you know, bringing in Charlotte with the electronics and having them actually flow and work together instead of, you know, kind of competing for your attention on the song. Um, mm-hmm. 
on to the music video. Um, okay, so question. Just mm-hmm. as you're as you're talking about right, right before this, you know, album comes out, they go down to a duo, or whatever. Are the the two the guy that gets beat up and the girl that does the the theft or whatever the the heist at the end? Or is that Charlotte? That's Michael Charlotte. Okay, That's Michael Charlotte. Yeah, because she gets a text from him and it's like it's like labeled or like from M or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. that, that was kind of a light bulb moment. I just had as you were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so as for the music video itself. Mm-hmm. And this is like a perfect example of like their sound, like really bringing out or evoking emotions that like go along with the scene. I did have to watch it a few times to like really understand what all was happening a little bit. Like I understood there was a, <laughs> there was some kind of like double cross, some kind of, you know, backstabbing theft with a guy who was like uh, getting beat up for his attempt. But yeah, the production was great. I did. So that, I wonder if I've like seen any other because like the the main guy who's like they steal from is the actor mm-hmm. like the professional yeah. actor right? so he mm-hmm. looks super familiar but I, I didn't want to like look I didn't want to research too much into it because you know I wanted you to tell me tell me what you wanted to tell me before I look into it myself but I was curious if because he looks so familiar if I've seen him in any other movies uh, um, he's in, he's did something recently I just can't think of what it was um, I should have put that in my notes so I do apologize for that. Yeah. Um. Altered carbon. Does does, does that sound? Yes. Familiar? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's so, it. Yeah. He, yeah. He was in that in that series. Yeah. Well, that explains it because he did look like the whole time I was thinking, "Who is this guy?" I know. I know him. But yeah. It was a really very cool music video. Um. I actually had to go back and like re-listen to the song, like just just a little bit before I actually started recording. I was watching the video one more time, and I went back just after I watched the video and re-listened to the song one more time because it just, it doesn't. Maybe it's because of the video, like you know, drawn and in, it's got action going on, or whatever. But it didn't. I was thinking, like, is this is the actual song, right? Like, how is this twice the length of the like just the, yeah. like how's the video twice the length of just the song? Like, it didn't feel that mm-hmm. way. I guess as I as I'm watching the video, like. Exactly. They did a good job of like stretching out the parts, like the in between, I guess the vocals, um, to really you know fit. Again, did an amazing job of just fitting what's happening on screen, and like whenever it does change and you know change into a verse or the tempo changes, or whatever, it's because the action is changing. Well, that was one really cool thing I noticed. Absolutely, and like, and and I was the same way when I watched the video. I was just like, okay, and then as I'm watching the video, I was like, okay, this is a song, but I don't remember it being this long as well. But they they definitely adjusted the song to fit, you know the the narrative in the in the music video, and like there's no dialogue; it's just a song with this plan, uh, which is you know kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, how, how how they did it. so because I like I watched it the first time, and then I watched it the second time. I was like, oh yeah, there's no dialogue. This is actually the song, and then when I went back to listen to the album, I was like, oh yeah, this is off for the music video, but it's way shorter now. So it was like one of those kind of moments. Um, and then it took me a minute to kind of figure out the heist thing. Um, and I was like, okay, all right, that's who who was what, and like I didn't realize that Mike was the guy that was getting beat up in the beginning, um, like the first time I watched it because I was I, the like, very first time I watched it. Yeah, I didn't realize either. I was like, who is this guy? Was this was that the guy from the beginning? Like, who? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But the fact being that they wrote, directed, filmed, shot, edited, engineered, mixed, they did all of that themselves. The, I mean, the production value f- for. An eight-minute music video is outstanding. <laughs> yeah, like the smallest team. Like, like yeah, especially anybody, knowing that. Yeah, it makes like, it more impressive. Yeah, absolutely, and that's why, I like, like I was like, should I include this video on here? But I was like, let me include this because I want that. What you know, want you to see that this dynamic husband and wife duo now 
the the the, the final form. Hybrid has achieved their final form. Uh, <laughs> uh, has like has like all this talent like amongst themselves. Like is is beyond is beyond me. So I thought I thought it's pretty cool. Have, before we move on, have they done? Because I, I don't. You may t- bring it up later on, but I was going to go and ask. They have they made any other music videos in that same like style or vein or whatever? Uh, uh, yes and no. So like they're they're both sci-fi nerds. So um, I'm probably probably get my albums crossed out, but I believe either for Light of the Fearless or just I I, I think it's Light of the Fearless. They actually did like a music video for every song, um, oh. on their website. Um, exclusive, exclusively on their website or, or for that Patreon because they, they also have a Patreon as well, which you can go to patreon.com slash hybrid band UK uh, to support them um, if you enjoy what, what you heard so far. But that's not the end of it. Uh, we're almost at the end. Um, so on this album, uh, Light of the Fearless, the standout songs to me, I freaking love um, Down to the Wire. That's my second favorite song of Hybrid. But it's my favorite song of the new hybrid with Charlotte as the lead vocalist. Um, it's just something about how smooth and chill it is. And then the halfway switch where it just goes full breakbeat. And then it still has the smoothness on top of that. Like I love that contrasty sound. And I think with the new hybrid that a lot of the a lot of the OG fans feel some kind of way about the new sound that they acquired now uh, because it's not as mm, 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 that they grew up with it's more melodic there's more lyrics there's more um more orchestra honestly um than previously because with the older hybrid songs is break beat centered the beats are like dominant and then the orchestra is like an added thing whereas to me it sounds like the new stuff it feels more like the orchestra is the main thing and then the beats add to the orchestra it's kind of in that order, in my opinion. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I, I think I would agree with that. Um, yeah, for sure. So speaking of that, <laughs> what do you think about that the Tom Petty remake, I Want Back Now, that they did? Okay, so I'm not super familiar with Tom Petty. <laughs> I might be ashamed to say. Um, not that Not that I don't like Tom Petty. Don't get me wrong, because, like, I mean, Free Falling is, like, one of my all-time favorite songs. But oh. I've just not went back and listened to um a lot of his other stuff so like, i don't really have that as like a, um, a reference point mm-hmm. i guess so to speak wow i'm actually shocked i figured you would do that one right out the bat well i know i should <laughs> i should go back because again i you know there's, there's a couple songs of tom petty that i absolutely love but i see that yeah okay that's one of my blind spots i guess yeah all right, y'all. Uh, we're gonna take a short break. I'm gonna make him listen to this song, or we're gonna be right back. So you recognize the song now, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I, I was quickly muted myself just to listen to a few snippets of the the remake to remind myself. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 We're on the same page now. <laughs> okay. So compared to the original and the remake that Hybrid did, how do you feel about that? Um, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Okay um definitely different from the original oh yeah <laughs> super different from the super original different, which i mean you know hybrids sound uh, from the beginning is is not at all tom petty-esque so that's not too surprising mm-hmm. but i mean they did it they did it justice um it's a little long or like oh, i shouldn't say it's a little long because that made it sound like that's a negative thing it's it's longer than the original right 
Um, yeah, of course. I mean, hybrid songs average which, which, like yeah, six minutes. Which again, it's not <laughs> not super surprising. Um, yeah. Now that I've been introduced to hybrid sound, it's, I feel like par for the course. Um, yeah, that was pretty good. I, I like it whenever people or groups or bands or artists, or whatever, take kind of more upbeat songs and they, they slow them down and put their own little spin on them whenever they remake them and not just like remake them in the same like tone and 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 with the same vibe like i don't know bring, bring, put your own little spin on it you know i think they did a, a great job of that here in this case yeah yeah so when i first heard the remake um uh, of i want back down it's actually i'm not sure if they had it planned well in advance or if it just kind of happened but that's around at the same time i think tom Petty passed actually um oh, so man. yeah so that's, so, that's a pretty good um ode to <laughs> that's a word yeah. i kind of think of but for like yeah, a better word yeah. ode to you know yeah yeah so yeah, it was definitely that. And then when I heard it, I was like, okay, I saw it on a playlist, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I played it. I was just like, this is depressing. Like this is like very sad. Like, but I I I know hybrid. I know how they like to build the anticipation. And I'm glad I waited because once they put that switch and drop the breakbeat on top of it, and then Charlotte goes off on the vocals at the end of the song, I was like, okay, that was worth it. Again, just another t- another great case of the anticipation, right? Of them, of them, because they do the longer songs, they allow the song to breathe and build up to this pivotal uh, climax of, of sound. I guess you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, I was just curious about that. And then uh, their most recent album, uh, Black Halo, which was released in twenty twenty one, only featured a couple songs on this uh, playlist um, from that album, which is a good album, but. To be honest, I bought the album out of support for Hybrid, but I really didn't spend as much time with it compared to the other albums because I love the older stuff more than the newer stuff. Not to say that the new stuff is bad, uh, but I just I spent more time with the other one. So when preparing this project, I was like, oh, shit. I thought Light of the Fearless was the last album uh, because that's what I listened to the most. And I was like, oh, yeah, shit, I forgot about Black Halo. <laughs> so I had to go back and re-listen to that. And I'd included four songs on there. Um, Flashpoint, Lost Souls, excuse me, Lost Angels, Nails, and End of the World. Uh, there's still no lineup changes. Mike and Charlotte are still happily married and doing all the hybrid things or whatever. Um, she's still the face of hybrid. Um, she's still running all the social media and being snarky as all hell. And Mike is still lurking in the shadows, but, you know, being the, the guy behind the scenes and all that stuff. So it's all cool. But Black Halo sonically kind of continues the light of fearless um thematically as well as sonically but they did um reach out to two other people to help out a little bit more so they reached out to uh what are their names i wrote them down there we go uh stewart morgan and uh simon uh hansen so stewart is on guitars and uh, simon is on drums so um mike and charlotte are still writing producing doing all the orchestra all that stuff, like they're still doing like a bulk of it, but they reached out to um, uh, Stewart and Simon to help out, you know, kind of, you know, sweeten up the, the the contrasting sound that they already have a little bit. And a lot of the fans say that this album basically returns hybrid, you know, true to form, so to speak, um, to where, okay, this feels more cohesive. This is, they it, the tempo kind of picks up a little bit more. They still have the ballads and such. But the the break beats are back punchy again, mm-hmm. and or better balance. So like going into like the first song, uh, Flashpoint, is 
you know, kind of has the matrixy sci-fi kind of, you know, undertone, like, okay, you're entering this weird world or whatever. And then halfway through, it's like this crazy guitar riff that just like, kind of like beats you over the head with it. It's like, okay, that kind of came out of nowhere. And then the breakbeats come back and it goes with the breakbeats still. So I was just like, this, like, it, like just hearing that by itself, you would think that like, something else is coming, but they was like, no, this is going to fit. Watch this. And then it continues. So <laughs> I love make that. It fit. Oh, 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 it's gonna fit. It's gonna fit. <laughs> I don't care. Look, this square peg is gonna go in this round hole. It's gonna fit, it's and you gonna, gonna like it. Fit. It gonna fit. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. My Alabama Tourette's came out. So, uh, but yeah. So to me, I think this album is pretty much like the sweet spot. And overall, you definitely can hear the solid, you know, maturation or whatever of the hybrid sound. Like they've been doing this for twenty five years. You know, they've been doing it since 1999, actually 1995, technically. Um, and you can tell that Charlotte and Mike, obviously their chemistry is impeccable on and off, you know, the the mic or whatever. And you can hear the sound and, you know, ultimately, like how Mike put it, you know, he wants to kind of not necessarily change the sound, but let female-led rock bands have their day and don't be like pigeon held into like a specific sound. So he's yeah. there supporting Charlotte all the way through. And like I said, she writes the lyrics, she writes her own stuff, Mike contributes and whoever else contributes, but you can definitely tell it's a combination because her vocals match the beat more, oh, um, yeah. especially in, in Los Angeles. Like when, she, when the song first starts, you hear like that weird spacey thing. And then you hear like her whisper tone singing in the background like when I re-listened to that for the first time while preparing this, I like I literally stopped. Like I was had my headphones in, and I'm like I'm coming back from the grocery store, and I hear that high note and lost angel. I was like, oh shit! Like I dropped my groceries and everything. I was like, yo, whoa, I forgot, <laughs> and I had to like, I, like, I had to correct that up. <laughs> so I, I I like that. So uh, going back to the music video things, what what I was saying about uh, what you asked about earlier, had they got any more music videos for? Uh, for Black Halo, um, they actually have three videos. One of the songs um, I didn't put on here because it's a sometimey song for me. It's not bad. It's just eh, whatever. Hmm. Um, I think it's called like Sky Full of Diamonds. Um, it's Flashpoint, Nails, and Sky Full of Diamonds. They actually shot it as a short film, like all three like of those all, together. All three of them together. Oh, okay, but they but they made it into three separate videos. So there's a whole theme between all, all three of them. So if you watch them together, it actually tells a whole co- cohesive story. And then they said they plan on um, putting it together um, as one short film and then submitting it to film festivals and such. Um, so, and like, like I said, this album came out in 2021. So we all lived through the pandemic. Um, so this is like a pandemic baby project and they live out there in a the rural area of Wales or England or somewhere out that way. So when watching the music video, uh, which I'll send you a link to after this or whatever. You like a lot of the, the locations and a lot of the filming that they did was like near them out there in the rural area. Like there's like this fantastic sweeping shot of this lake. None of that was like stock footage. That was Mike with a drone. <laughs> yeah, they just literally went out and got it from nearby. That's cool. Yeah, went out there and made it themselves and they reached out to a few like visual effects people and like, hey, I want to do this effect. Can you make this happen? And I was like, yeah, sure. So it's like this weird sci-fi, I don't know what the hell's going on kind of deal. It's like you watch it, you listen to the song, and you're like, this is visually stimulating, 
the plot, I'm still kind of like, I'm not sure what's happening, but I know it's some weird, trippy shit, and I love it. I'm here for all of it. <laughs> it's like an alien. It's like some symbiote stuff. Like it's 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 nuts. But I like that. Like when it comes to a band, I like the visual interpretation of the song. Mm-hmm. To me, that's important, and to me, that makes a break a song. Like uh, "Sky Full of Diamonds," I listened to it a couple times. It's okay. It's it's not a bad song. It's just a you know, it's kind of a kind of like a mid you know kind of song. Mm-hmm. But after watching the video um, today again, I was just like, oh yeah. That's why I like that song. It reminded me of that. So, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, what are your thoughts on your hybrid journey? The from the trio to the duo, back to a trio, back to a duo. <laughs> um, I well, I purposefully kept myself in the dark about like what what the members. Uh, if it was just one guy, if it was several people, if it if it changed over time, like I, all of that the history of all of that i definitely kept myself in the dark so that was definitely interesting to to learn uh from you today mm-hmm. as far as the the music itself um yeah you kind of hit it before like i can definitely tell that they're um like sci-fi lovers like sci-fi mm-hmm. like that that style that kind of uh sphere of media um because a lot of their sounds, like it wasn't really until you said that it was like a missing puzzle piece in my brain. Like, yeah, like whenever I was picturing, you know, going back to me being able to just like picture like scenes that just in my head just made up for these songs that accompanied these songs or whatever. A lot of them were like sci-fi or like I would like picture like there's a couple of songs I'd be like, was this like, was this from one of the Matrix movies or is this from like, you know, is this from Blade Runner or something? You know, like just, they have that vibe to them. And as someone who's also like a huge sci-fi nerd of of any form or whatever however it comes mm-hmm. um i think that that's a maybe like even without me knowing subconsciously a, a reason why i did like thoroughly enjoy this listening journey in addition to just you know it's new and it's obviously they're really good um you don't be around for as long as they have if you're if you're bad i don't think well that's not true there's probably some people out there that are <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was about to say, like, there's some people that, like, we just can't get rid of. Like, oh, so yeah. has a new album out. Like, really? Why? Well, longevity isn't, this. This isn't the only thing. But, no, I mean, it's – yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. Um, I'm definitely going to go back because I, I did stick to mainly just the playlist that you recommended or that you shared with me for this episode. I'm definitely going to go back mm-hmm. and, and fill in, especially, I think, for the, some of the later albums as they've kind of grown. Um so I did enjoy the earlier stuff, but it was definitely once they kind of start to be, like come into their own and like those like you know the last two to three albums is like those are really the sounds that I like really connected with more so than the the beginning ones. So I'm definitely gonna go back in and like fill in the gaps for those albums of the songs I didn't listen to, and then like we said earlier, get the get the full album experience of you know listening from song one to song fourteen or whatever it is, you know, and yeah. Do all that, of course, go back and watch other music videos as well. Um, that's why I was kind of asking you mainly if they had extras because I want to go and watch all of them, especially if they're mm-hmm. if they've all been kind of like self like written and produced and shot like like that one was. Um, yeah, because you know I, I dig that amateur professional music video. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't, that's probably not the right way to label that, but hopefully you get what I'm saying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely an indie thing. Like I, I like the indie hustle. Yeah, like, the, the, the indie that, feel. Yeah, because like you know, you, like you see some projects, and like sometimes the credits are longer than the project, and 
Like they will, you know, put their video out and just be like, "Yeah, me, you know, Mike and Charlotte did it." The end. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, a special thanks to such and such, but yeah, we pretty much did everything. So, like, I I enjoy that, and the fact being that they also continue to do like movie scores and all those different things, like that, also helps uh, validate them as composers. Oh, for and sure. Yeah. So. So like and so when you hear like that drop that orchestra, you know that it's a real orchestra. It's not like somebody just taking right. a sample and just like manipulating it. Like they actually took the time to we're gonna write out every note. I want this cello mm-hmm. to come here. I want this violin to come here. Like everything has its purpose. And again, it shows, especially as as time goes along. <laughs> just yeah, as as absolutely. you can see how they perfected that the the craft of doing that of, of composing. And not just you know, not yeah. just writing music, throwing sounds together, and slapping lyrics on top. Like it's you can tell they put a lot more effort into it. Absolutely, absolutely. So, but yeah, um, you know, if you dig, you know, hybrid and enjoy the playlist, you know, like I said, we will have some stuff on our website. But um, hybrid's official website is hybridband.com, and you can support their Patreon because they are pretty much independent. They they are signed to a major label, but they pretty much do everything themselves. And the cost of music is not cheap, so. Um, if you want to support them or throw them a bone or two, uh, it's uh, patreon.com slash hybrid band UK. And uh, that's the end of my lecture, boss. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Uh, don't forget to do all the things like follow, share, and subscribe on whatever you're or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can visit our website at afterlistenpod.com for links and previous episodes. Of course, like Ontario said, we'll be putting up all of our playlists along with episodes there. Uh, so you can find those and easily listen to the music that we discussed, either before, during, or after the episode. You can follow along. You can also follow us at After Listen Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And keep listening. Bye. Bye.